About 35% of Oregonians live in rural and frontier communities where there's limited access to healthcare and providers. The Office of Rural Health at OHSU works to support Oregon's rural health clinics and critical access hospitals to strengthen the rural healthcare delivery system through a variety of services. It's Tuesday, November 19th, and this is OHSU Week. I'm Patrick Holmes. And I'm Lisa Carter. Lisa, let's talk about some of last week's main news stories. Well, earlier this month, we posted about the new brand, OHSU Health, which unites OHSU Healthcare, Tuality Healthcare, and Adventist Health Portland. Last week, we saw that brand come to life in a new name for Tuality Healthcare, which will be renamed Hillsborough Medical Center under the OHSU Health brand. That's right. And you can go to OHSU Now to read more about that change and a message sent to all Tuality employees. If you've ever considered being a bone marrow donor, you should mark this Thursday, November 21st on your calendar. You will have the chance to learn more about donation and sign up at a donor drive in the lobby of Dornbrecher Children's Hospital. That event will be from 930 to 130. And we should mention, too, that there is an especially critical need for ethnic diversity in donors. Mm -hmm. Patients are most likely to match an adult donor of their own ethnic background, and the likelihood of finding a match is much lower for ethnic minorities. Our Stumptown Survivalist is back. You can check out the latest video of Greg Moat as he learns about three simple steps to keep your family safe in an emergency. And one final note, if you use Citrix to log into the OHSU network remotely, such as when you're working from home, be aware that starting December 17th, you will need Duo in order to log in. And if you aren't already set up to use Duo, go to OHSU now for two important steps to continue using Citrix remotely. Let's move on to our main interview. Josh Anderson interviewed Bob Dumag to discuss rural health and its importance to communities throughout Oregon, along with two medical students discussing their experiences with programs offered by the Office of Rural Health. Thanks for joining me on OHSU Week. Uh, Let's get started by introducing yourself and your role. Yeah, I'm Bob Dumag. I'm the Interim Director of the Oregon Office of Rural Health here at OHSU. My name is Emma Felzine. I'm a fourth-year medical student at OHSU. My name is Raquel Padilla-Moore, and I am a second-year PA student at OHSU. So, Bob, let's start with you. Can you explain the Office of Rural Health? Yeah, the Office of Rural Health is a legislatively mandated office that focuses in in the issues of rural health care. And we do everything from conferences and forums and uh, outreach through uh, newsletters and social media to technical assistance to rural hospitals and clinics, their EMS systems and communities. And we have a group that works on workforce specifically recruiting and helping retain providers in rural communities and provider incentive programs. So, Bob, what are the primary loan forgiveness program and the Scholar for Healthy Oregon program? Yeah, the primary care loan forgiveness program is a loan forgiveness program where we pay upfront the the tuition fees for the students up to a certain amount. And in exchange for that, they give us a service commitment in a qualified rural community when they have completed their studies and and are licensed providers. That is multi-institutional. So it's OHSU, it's Pacific University, and Comp Northwest are all participating. And they work closely with the AHEC Scholars Program, which helps students sort of focus on what it's going to be like to practice in a rural or urban underserved area when they complete. And the Scholar for a Healthy Oregon program is an OHSU-specific loan forgiveness scholarship, also paying uh, upfront for the students, and then they owe us a service commitment on the back end. So Emma and Raquel, you're both involved in these programs. Um, What do they mean to you? Emma, let's start with you. Yeah, so I am both a a SHUI um, applicant and an AHEC scholar. 
as part of the SHUI initiative, um, I have the four years of med school paid, the tuition is paid in full, and I am in return will serve five years in rural Oregon when I finish my residency. So this is really a huge debt lifted off my shoulders and a huge consideration of medical school um, lifted so that I can um, be free to focus on my studies and not worry about the finances. But it also excites me to prepare to work in rural Oregon when I'm finished so that I can um, serve back the communities that I've loved so much. And Raquel, how about you? What do these programs mean to you? Similarly, I am also a Shoei scholarship recipient, and I am also an AHEC scholar. As a PA student, this uh, pays for my two years of PA school, and in turn, I am ensuring that I will practice for three years in either a rural area or a urban underserved area. And that really means a lot to me because it means I can go back to some of the communities either where I've previously lived or work with people who've had experiences, work with patients who've had experiences similar to mine or my parents or my family and make sure that they are, that I'm somehow helping to bring back and improve their healthcare outcomes and to make sure that that's coming full circle. So another great benefit of these programs, uh, such as SHOWE, is the, the scholarships that we're receiving, is that for a lot of us who come from financially underserved backgrounds or from families in where we wouldn't have otherwise have gone to college because of financial restraints, or we wouldn't have sought such a uh, financially invested career because of the restraints that come with the expenses. This really allows us a way to pursue that level of education and achieve it and obtain it, and then to go back to our very communities where we came from and to really be able to connect with maybe some of the same challenges that people you know, are still facing in those same communities and really be able to value their narrative that they bring to the table when they come to you as your current patients. Why rural health? Um, I came to medical school with hopes to pursue international medicine. I first traveled um, to Honduras when I was an undergrad, um, and that is what drew me to medicine to begin with. And so when I came to OHSU, I applied to be part of the rural college because I think there's a lot of overlap between international medicine and rural medicine. There's often a need for top-notch diagnostic skills. There's often low resources, often a multicultural aspect of care. Um, So the overlap between those two is really what draws me to rural medicine, and I've already had the privilege of participating in a clinic and hospital setting in Madras, Oregon for three months. Um, And I found all of those things to be true, that there's um, limited resources, really great diagnostic skills of the providers there, and a really excellent incorporation of multicultural care. Raquel, how about you? Again, it sounds like I'm just piggybacking on her responses, but (laughs) similarly, uh, you know, the the kind of multicultural aspect that comes along with uh, rural healthcare. So a lot of, you know, my upbringing was around my own personal family and, you know, people that I knew who are migrant health, migrant workers and who are working on farms and so forth. And a lot of their presence is in rural locations and they don't frequently have the access to the resources that they're looking for. They don't maybe necessarily know even where to look. And so I feel like by being present and having a multi cultural, you know, perspective on things as well as having, you know, being bilingual and being able to communicate with people perhaps in their native language, you know, I would be able to bring something back to the communities that are outside of the, you know, big cities in Oregon. So what are your next steps? Where do you plan to practice? Emma? Yeah, I'm applying into family medicine residency right now with the hopes to return to Oregon um, and work Central Oregon would be great. But I am hoping to receive training in um, full spectrum family medicine with obstetrics so that I can return um, back here and provide full spectrum care. You know, 
I don't know exactly where I'm going to end up quite yet. So I'm in a phase where I'm supposed to start looking, you know, to apply for jobs. I did one of my rotations was actually in Klamath Falls and general surgery. And I really enjoyed being in Klamath Falls and I really enjoyed general surgery. So that would be an option. Um, however, I'm currently rotating at an FQHC in Portland. So a federally qualified health center. And a lot of the patients I'm seeing there are Spanish speaking and face a lot of the same struggles that we talked about with rural communities. And so it's been rather interesting to be there. So in, in a family medicine, you know, family medicine in an urban area versus a surgery in a rural area. And so it's like, so it just seems like the spectrum and the gamut is pretty wide right now. And I still have some time to figure it out. So Bob, how do students get involved in these programs? Well, there's several ways. Uh, they can go to our website, ohsu.edu slash ORH, and we have a provider incentive section there and they can find out about uh, SHOI and PCLF. They can check in with the AHEC department at OHSU, or they can check with their rural training track advisors at whatever institution they happen to be attending, or they can just give us a call and we'll be happy to help them out and put them in the right direction. What does the Office of Rural Health mean to Oregon? Well, I think our office means uh, that there's a central focus for rural health that people can look at for information, for technical assistance. I think it's a, it's a place where we can bring together those that are studying to be providers and wanting to practice in rural area with the facilities and the, the current providers in those rural communities and a place for policymakers to get the information and the connections they need to, to look at how they can help um, improve healthcare in rural communities. And I would just call uh, out a plug for the National Rural Health Day, which is on November 21st. Uh, it is a day nationwide that we all get to celebrate rural and specifically rural health care. Our providers, our practice sites and our communities and what they're doing to become healthier, um, healthier communities. And if you have any questions on how to celebrate, just contact our office. We'd be happy to help. Bob, Emma, Raquel, thank you so much for joining us on OHSU Week. Yeah, thanks for thanks. having us. Thank you. OHSU Week is a production of Strategic Communications. This episode was produced and edited by Josh Anderson. I'm Patrick Holmes. And I'm Lisa Carter. See you next week.